Hey guys, what's brewing? Welcome back to another one of our episodes here at Chai and Waffle. To all of our new listeners, welcome, welcome. And for those of you who are joining us again, it is so great to have you here with us. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing a topic that stands the test of time. Differences between siblings, especially in our experiences growing up. And we'll be considering all perspectives, from the eldest, middle and youngest child. Joining us in this discussion today, we have two very special guests with us. Milan, mine and Jani's younger brother, and Ajay, Dajo's younger brother. So welcome, guys. Hello. How are we? How are we? So over the last few weeks, um, I've seen this trend all over social media about uh, tell me your ex without actually telling me. So some of the examples I've seen is tell me you're a parent without telling me you're a parent. And so to kick off our conversation on a more lighthearted note, I wanted to share a few examples that I've seen online that I actually really related to as being the eldest sibling. So this is these are some examples of how I tell you that I'm the eldest without actually telling you. So I um, had to take responsibility for anything that goes wrong, even if it wasn't my fault. <laughs> and uh, another one I saw, which was um, to know how to run a household by the time I'm 12 years old. <laughs> I don't know if, you know, Jandy, if you um, want to jump in with any of your middle child. So no, yeah, very, very much feel like middle child syndrome applies yeah, to Yeah, I know. Middle child syndrome has literally been the story of my life. Um, so for, for me, it's have, knowing that I've only got one photo album, whereas you and Melon have got like three or four each, you can tell that I was the middle child. And like in every single one of those photos, there's Buja trying to uh, eat my cake on my birthday or hug dad. And literally every time I would go to hug mom or dad, these two would just take over and leaving me out. So that's my middle child syndrome right there. Mills, perhaps you want to go into the other end of the spectrum and talk about Yeah, I think... As the youngest child, I don't know. I think I guess like, I had all the perks. Like, I don't know. I can't really think of anything negative to say. Like, really? Uh, Were there not times where you felt like, oh, why would your journey getting to go out and I can't go? With yeah, I, I guess. So, I guess so. But I think every kid feels like that as, as a kid. Like when you're seeing anyone older than you get any sort of freedom, like you're just in a rush to grow up. But I guess, um, no. Like, I, I think I got mo- mostly perks. Like I, I was able to go where I wanted. Maybe that's because I was a boy. But I don't know. Like I got to go where I wanted. Got to stay at friends' houses like you guys didn't. Like. You know, food was always made for me. Like, if I came home late, I, it's, it's okay. I can think of some examples of, of Milan being, example of Milan being the younger child. He was always ratting us out for all the things that we oh, did. He, yes. he would eavesdrop on all oh. of our conversations. Right, don't, make, don't make me look like a snitch yeah. online, man. <laughs> it was true. Because <laughs> what it meant is that the, if you had done anything wrong, the spotlight would be taken off of you and be automatically shifted over to us. Like, you're older. Like, you used to be some jewel. Like, you should know what to do. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, man. I think for me, it was like, if... Um, you know, I had to stay on the straight and narrow. I couldn't be create like the quirky, funky type. I was just like, you have to, you have to be like this. And and then Jenny came along with her uncontrollable laughter and loud voice, and then that helped change things. I think it made it a little bit easier for me to be a little bit wacky as well. So I had someone to bully after, afterwards. It was yeah, just me the, and you're stuff. adopted. The, that that line, <laughs> I, got, I got enough of that when I was <laughs> little. Although me and um, Ajay, basically, we used to gang up on, on our elder sister, Bajol, because she just looked different to us. So I think for the most of his, most of her life, Ajay basically said, you know, there's adverts that come on and there's like this child is lost in like 
southern Africa or something. <laughs> but I don't used to say, but look, look that's your parents. <laughs> your parents, go on, why don't you go back to them? So we had a slightly different, um, although still being a middle child, I uh, still ha- do and always have felt left out. I also feel like yeah, being the youngest child, like the first two childs wear out the parents. So like when, when, I, when it comes to my go, I'll just get free reins and just get to do whatever I want because the parents are so tired after having two kids. So like, I've just always had the privilege of everything. True, but would you would you not would you not say that now we kind of have like two extra mums each? That is also very true. Like because yeah, because yeah, of the yeah, age difference good. as well. Like I've always felt like it's rather than like of course we can go to our siblings with any issues or or any problems that we're having, but it's it's kind of a different dynamic of relationship that you see like between our friends who have siblings that are maybe like one or two years older than them. Yeah. Like the 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 dynamic in the relationship is a lot different. Like I think from our sisters, we get a lot more of like motherly advice rather than like friendly advice, which is not necessarily a bad yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. but it's different, that's I guess. Isn't it? Um, You're welcome. <laughs> I was actually going to say, on that, on that note, like, what would you prefer? Seeing your friends and having those friendly conversations as opposed to motherly conversations? It, it, it's tough. It's tough because it's, it, it, you can't, you, you'd want both ideally, isn't it? Because especially like, I'm sure you guys have touched on this on previous podcasts coming from like Asian background, like we might not be able to speak to our parents the same way that other kids have been able to speak to their parents and talk about stuff and open up. So I guess having someone much older than us who's been through experiences like much earlier than us, it helps because we're making, we're making less mistakes. So I guess, I guess it kind of makes up for the fact that we can't talk to our parents as much having older sisters. But I guess if we did have that, then it would have been nice to uh, have more of a friendly face. Yeah. You know what? We had this conversation over breakfast this morning because obviously we were recording today and I told my parents. Mum was like, oh, what are you going to say? I was like, well, we don't really know until we get on, right? But um, I said, we're just talking about, you know, the differences between how, how like we're treated, even as brothers and sisters. Like there's, there, is a, there is a difference, right? It's a clear difference. And she was like, like what? And I was like, well, I just decided a couple, about a month ago uh, at 12 o'clock at night, he wanted to go for a run, right? So at 12 o'clock at night, he went for a run, right? So obviously mum was worried and she went downstairs and waited for him. But I said to her, I was like, if I was going for a run, you'd stand at the door and be like, no. Anyway, You're not going. Even yeah, though I'm absolutely. nine years older than him, there's just no way. And I think there, there are subtle differences. I think also from the fact that no matter what age we are, we're, we're a different gender. So I think at times, a lot of times, we get it slightly harder than, uh, than you guys do. I think so. Yeah, I mean, like, I think, yeah, like, just even the experience of, like, going on holiday, like, my first holiday with my friends was like in my late 20s like you know the first holidays that I went on were always with family or or, I mean if you count India then you know we had pretty much every other year but in terms of like going on holiday with friends it was it wasn't even a conversation that you just can't go you know like 16 18 when you hear like my friends going to like I don't know Magaluf or Ibiza Ibiza yeah Yeah, exactly and I was like well I'd love to go but I couldn't even muster up the courage to be like mom dad can I go (laughs) Um, but it's nice that it's progressing because I, I guess it's progressing in one way, but also, you know, cause I, I had a conversation with like, uh, dad, like what, um, maybe a couple of years ago now where he, he recognized, he goes, look, like I've had to evolve like over the years and, you know, being a parent is probably one of the most challenging jobs. And when it's the first child, you're going to make mistakes. And he was like, look, like I, I learned, I've learned a lot of like having you and Jenny and having a so gaffe. So basically, of, like, he made all the learn. mistakes like, with you. <laughs> I made all the mistakes. And then he, that's how he was like, okay, now, you know, but then to be fair, Millen growing up, was much more outspoken than Jenny and I ever were. And that's not, not, not a bad mm-hmm. thing. I think that's also paved the way for sort of, 
a more open mind, a more relaxed approach to things. Then... You're not welcome now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we've benefited from that, right? Like, yeah, okay, maybe it's a little bit later in our lives, but we have benefited from that from our parents being um, a bit more chilled out and, bit, you know, able, you know, you can have conversations with them and um, without worrying about what they're going to think of you, what they're going to say. Um, so that's, huge. that's definitely a plus, I have, to, I have to admit. Do you feel like with the uh, restrictions um, you had, like, prior to, like, uni, so, like, between 1 and 18... Do you feel like the restrictions are like that you had versus like us guys? Like, I don't feel like I've ever had restrictions before I went to uni. Do you feel like they affected like how you responded when you got into uni life? Because for me, it's just like I've gone to uni life and it's it's kind of similar because I have no restrictions at home. If I want to go out, whoever I want to go out with, whenever I want to go out, I can. But I feel like for you guys, there was a lot, lot, lot more of restriction when you're at home. So do you feel like I found uni? Yeah. I found it really difficult actually to make that transition from going from home where I wasn't allowed to do anything to then having free reign and not knowing what to do with it. So I still didn't go out as much um, drinking or whatever, because it was just that adjustment was so hard for me because I wasn't used to that type of lifestyle. So like going out, drinking, getting drunk, all of that wasn't, that was all new to me. And I found that really hard to sort of like, not make, not make friends, but as to like blend in with that culture because that's something that I'd never seen and was never exposed to living at home. And also, I don't know whether you guys found this, but I think just listening to conversations about like going on holidays with friends and stuff, I don't think we were ever expected or it was assumed that we didn't really have friends outside the house. So like me, Buja Chani, Bajo, like at that kind of generation level, even even um, one of our other cousins, Kishan, to an extent, where we all grew up together, and it was expected yeah. that you guys are each other's friends, and and that's it. There's no, there's boundaries there that you like. Yeah. So we go to India together. There's your holiday. Yeah. Like, what do you mean like... you want to go on holiday? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you want to go with friends? What's friends? Um, and to answer your question, I from my perspective, like, I, with the restrictions before uni, now when I went to uni in my first year, like. I'll openly admit I was I was a party child like just I went wild in my first year like I made the most of it because it was like this taste of freedom like I'm going to enjoy it because I've not had it for for the years before and then I toned down like as I realized it's a little bit overrated and, and I, my body can't yeah. sustain going out like five nights in a row <laughs> Poor child, proper party child. <laughs> and then, yeah, she actually, was. She know, was. my my results might actually matter yeah, yeah, and like yeah. mean something so I should just put my head yeah. down and study um but my first year was just like for me to kind of just really enjoy that taste of freedom because before up and because no one was telling me what what time I could leave the house what time I had to be home who I could spend time with you know where I could go all of that stuff all those all those questions that I had to answer I didn't have yeah, to yeah. answer them anymore um so yeah I, I kind of went on the opposite end of the spectrum to Jenny and just hey ho like you know but you know like, um, to put it into perspective it. as well when I'm just saying that is like um I don't know Audrey, whether you, you know the story but I remember me and Bajor went out once uh, as part of like our youth group and there was like literally 30 of us and mum knew most of the people she knew all the parents and, and it was like a town gathering almost we all went out and the, the time we were told to come back was 10 o'clock so we were like you have to be home by 10 o'clock and mum mom literally was like girls make sure no matter what you do you are back by 10 o'clock and luckily that night dad fell asleep early um so it was ten, five past ten ten past ten we basically didn't come home till half past ten and my mum was pacing up and down she was praying to god don't let dad wake up because if dad woke up like literally that would have been the end of us ever going out again and to 
to then, then like compare it now Jacob being like I want to go for a run at 12 o'clock at night or I'm going to sit with a boy <laughs> even on results day you know even on A-level results day like I just went on a night out come back at like 6 in the morning and it's like no questions asked like they're just like did you have a good night I was like yeah no, fair enough like that's it like, it's so it's crazy it's so there's, there's always going to be yeah, that 100%. difference between boys and girls like, as much as we don't yeah. as much as we don't want it to and, and we think it's unfair like even though we've seen we've seen the differences between us I still think that to some extent when we have kids there is always going to be that difference because yeah and that's just, that spans wider than Indian know. culture as well I feel like it's just like it's a sight you know like, everywhere exactly yeah. exactly it's not just it's not just Indians it's, 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 it's all culture but then again but then again it it's up to us to then when we then go and do have children it's up to us to start changing the way that we raise them as well and in terms of like things that happen in the household like making sure that things are fair and actually that you know you do encourage your girls just as much as you encourage your boys to go and do whatever they want to do and not let them you know not let them see that actually you know that you can only do this but you know you're a boy you can go and do whatever and I think there's the restrictions that we've had placed on us has always been the case of well um, you know I've always sort of looked back and, and when I've seen Milan do all these things I'll be like that's so unfair like I didn't get that and you know it, it I know that obviously like I'm grown up now so it doesn't really matter too much because I've had all those experiences now but when I was a teenager I missed out on all of those things and I do look back and go oh that was really unfair so going on what you've said Milan I think it's really important that in the future we think about how we paved the way for our, both our boys and girls and actually we treat them equally both in and out of the house and it's up to us to start changing that societal view of boys versus girls because like you said it's always going to be there you say it's more than a culture thing but actually it's it's a society thing and we need to start changing that and that starts with us from in the home yeah you know I I agree to a certain extent I just I guess I, guess I have a question so um where we say like bringing up bringing them up equally I think if you look at it in terms of progression, so people in India, for example, my mum wasn't able to study as much as the boys, as much as she wanted, et cetera, et cetera. And now we've come to a point where we've studied as, as much as the boys, or well, whoever, whichever one of us wanted to anyway. I didn't go to uni, but that's not the point. Um, if I wanted to, I could have studied as much as I wanted to, and I could have gone ahead. And, and there, there is an, a certain level of equality there, right? But I want to go back to the question, the point that Millen made, right? So Millen said that it always will be there. So even when we bring up our own kids, there'll still be a slight difference between the boys and the girls. So Mills, what do you mean by that? I think, like, like Jenny said, like, definitely we do need to pave the way in terms of, like, household responsibilities. Like, I'm not saying that boys and girls should be treated differently inside the house or, like, they, like the girls should do the cooking and cleaning and the boys should go out and make money. I don't, I don't think that. I think when I say the difference is it's going to be, like, just like scientifically like as much as we are the same same species but like scientifically men and women are different so we have different capabilities and stuff like that and not saying that they're limited but you know when it just comes to like as a parent you're going to worry about yeah. your daughter more when it comes to like just like stuff like physicality like we live in a world now where as much as we don't want to talk about it it's not as safe for girls as we want it to be and unless that changes I don't think that my view as a parent obviously I'm, I'm nowhere near close to being a parent yet but just my thoughts of what I think I would be like as a parent as much as I want to treat my son and daughter equally when they go out I will be worried about my daughter more I just want to build up on that as well like also on top of that the way we're raised by we have the same parents but we're raised slightly different so that is going to reflect on the way we raise our kids so like me and Milan as boys we're raised like differently with different restrictions different responsibilities and that's going to reflect on the way we like, you know, bring up our kids. So obviously that will just keep on going through generations. But yeah, you are right. We need to kind of try to keep away from that if we can. Because I think what's, you make, you would touch on a really good point there, guys, because it's like, 
you can trust your children but you, you how can you trust everyone else out there like exactly, and that's that's exactly. the fundamental thing like if, if if the if society as a whole doesn't move away from where we're at currently and, and it, don't get me wrong it's moving in a direction perhaps maybe not as fast as we would like it but it's moving so we you know credit goes to that that we are progressing but yeah i think as long as that exists you know the um then that yeah we there will always be a gr- slightly greater fear for our daughters than than for our sons perhaps but you know it, it's it, there's only so much that trust in your own children will go into protecting them you know exactly. uh, you can't control the outside force outside forces or circumstances yeah. or situations it's bad, yeah, i absolutely it? agree sorry jenny go on no no sorry i was just gonna say i agree and i think it is a lot of it is going to come down to that societal change, which you said, you know, it's happening, but it's not happening as quick as we would like. And you're absolutely right. I completely agree with what everyone has said that you, you will always have, you will always, you know, have more protection for your daughters because you then you can trust a child, but you can't trust the outside world. So I agree with that completely. I just think it's really sad. I think it's really sad that we have, I to agree. It have is this sad. conversation of the differences. I think more than that, like you, obviously with the whole stuff that happened in, in India with, um, the rape cases and they were like well actually no it's the girl's fault because she dressed like that she was asking for it and it's like oh hold on a minute right hold up a second whatever educating yeah and this is a massive thing that's started in india right and i think the differences are coming i think just shifting it in the right way and i think a lot of the responsibility will sit now with our generation um to really make sure we don't continue that and i think that there's a bit of a um it's a bit of a difficulty actually because you know when sometimes we, this whole feminism movement I think it's brilliant I think what we need to do as as feminists whether you're a woman or, or a man or whatever it is is take that responsibility very maturely because I think sometimes women go and go but we're the victims and it's like no 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 we need to empower everyone to be able to use their voice in in the most powerful way for ourselves um but I have completely digressed and taken the point off the fact that uh, <laughs> we were discussing differences between uh siblings in the house but I think it's a, a very well made point by everyone as to there's definitely stuff that we need to be doing like sorry Milan to call you out on this when he was going to the gym before mum will be like oh what are you going to eat like what are you going to have to eat and he's like Milan will actually say to himself to be fair like oh don't worry I'm going to go shower then I'll make something afterwards I'll probably make like a pasta or something and mum's like no 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 like I'll make it I'll make it you go have your shower like, I'll make it I'm like mum if I'd gone would you have done the same for me when I was that young and he was like well she goes maybe but I don't know <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, you know, I'm not, I'm Cheers, not complaining. Mom. I'm, just like, I'm just saying, like, okay. Like, you know, um, no, no, like, mom, our, our parents, both moms, our, both, both of our parents are amazing. I think we're all blessed to have the parents that we have. I think it's just, that's a mom, I think that's a motherly thing. Like, you, whatever your children need, you, you'll you want it's, to it's that mother's, It's that mother-son bond, though, isn't it? It's just different. Yeah, but I'd have to say, like, I'm, I am a bit I'm... more of a daddy's girl. Than, are you than, saying you're a mommy's uh, boy, Milan? <laughs> um, I'm the I'm the favorite child. So I'm favorite child. <laughs> I do that to us all the time, don't you, Ajay? Yeah. He's like, you guys can say what you want, but I am the favorite child. But me, the thing is, me and Ajay like wholeheartedly know from the bottom of our hearts that we are the favorite child. One hundred percent. I said to mum, I was like, but... mum, that he's your favorite, isn't he? And she's like, oh well, if he if he says so, and I'm like, well, hold on a minute, no, you should say no. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you have kids. That's the line that comes out. I'm like, chocolate house, and it's yeah, they kids. You're only like, you know what I mean? Like when you have kids, you you'll know. Like, Clearly, there's a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but realistically, think about it though. When you have kids, as much as you don't want to admit, it, you will have a favorite child. 
Well, I know I'm going to have a paper cut. I'm going to get your kids to listen to this podcast in the years to come. <laughs> you I, might regret I, it. I hope it's, that, I, hope, I hope it's that successful that it lasts that long. I really do. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, I mean, it just like all the things that we said, it just, I think, you know, we put some polls out there on Instagram and, um, you know, we had some interesting feedback in terms of, you know, um, whether you felt your brothers or your sisters were given preferential treatment and, and, surprisingly i guess sort of this is where there's differences in everyone's experiences um the majority of the feedback that we got was that that we treated equally now that's great i mean i'm all for that um and it was just just um a contrast in terms of my my childhood experience and i think i think i speak on behalf of all of us that we've all had an experience where we have been treated equally not necessarily in a negative way but we have been treated differently um I think a lot of that has to do with just our family, though, like compared to a lot, especially my, I think I realised this when I went to uni. I thought that a lot of the Indians that I would meet at uni come from similar families to us. Like our family, as we know, is very traditional. Our parents were the ones that moved here, like they were the first generation. So I think our family still holds a lot of that culture and a lot of those traditional values that we don't see in a lot of other Indian families. And other people that I've spoken to at uni, like they actually had very different upbringings. Their brothers and sisters both got to go out when they wanted to, got to live that nightlife lifestyle. Like they didn't see the same things that we saw growing up. So that's also something to take into consideration. Like like we mentioned, when we, we grow up and we have kids, like those differences will die down and we see that around us. So I think it's definitely a positive thing that we can see coming for the future. And everyone stands. Absolutely. Everyone so, stands by a Yeah, and everyone's glad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just floored, you floored everyone there. No, um, I think you're right. I think there is definitely. We've, we've, we've moved in the right direction. And I think um, it's obviously a very lighthearted episode in terms of the differences. I think there is, um, it, even with parents, the way they treat us, we, we, we see differences. But that's our own perception of it. And we kind of go, oh, yeah, I'm the middle child, which is why this is happening. But actually, no, it's not. It's just, maybe I'm just... Just you're me, just not, you know what I mean? Like, the favorite, I think. Go on, go on, I favorite, yeah, I that's it. it. I'm just not the favorite. But... <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, I've got you with the middle child syndrome, don't worry. <laughs> it's hard, it's really hard. If I had middle here, I'd have my my other my other supporter in there being the eldest, but I'll 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 be the trailblazer for now. <laughs> um but yeah, look, I, th- I think on that note we've we've covered quite a broad um, area of different experiences and, and, and gone off on little tangents here and there, but I think it's been interesting to kind of allow this to play out. So um, to wrap up today, I just want to say thank you to everyone for, for listening in and yeah, like, you know, get in touch with us. You know, if there's anything that we've said that resonates with you or that didn't, you know, you had your own experiences, please, please do reach out to us and, and let us know how, how, how your childhood was growing Or let us know if like you're and... convinced that there is definitely a favorite child. Yes, that too. <laughs> that too. <laughs> and thanks, boys, for being on on the call today. Thank you for having us, man. Thank you for having us. And thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Blooper alert! Hey guys, what's brewing? Milan, can you stop no, laughing? I'm, I'm not laughing. I don't even say Do you know what? I'm not even going to look at you when I talk because right. you're actually going to make me laugh. <laughs> you and I just started. I just started. Milan started. No, let's stop. <laughs> okay, I'm just not going to look at you guys. <laughs> and if you start laughing in the middle, I'm literally going to be like, "Okay, these guys are going to introduce themselves." <laughs> okay, if you start laughing, I need to catch your breath. I feel like Chandy right now. Oh. <laughs>